Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. How do you do it all? Have you ever been asked this question? Do you have an answer or strategy to share? Or do you fly by the seat of your pants? We have done both, and we find that systems create structure. The more we can create structure, the more peace we have on that day. Let's talk about how you can do exactly that. First things first, we want to welcome you to join us over in our free community, the Thriving Mompreneurs community, where you can stay connected with us. But we also want you to connect with more powerhouse business and family-minded women. So hop over to the link in the show notes and join us there and share your best tips for getting it all done. Today, we are going to be talking about what many, many people have asked us, and that is how do we do it all? I promise we aren't going to give you some secret recipe to fill your calendar to max capacity. You may even be surprised to learn that the less that we have on our to-do list, the more you are able to get done. And that leads us to our first point of focusing on less to achieve more. So I truly mean that when I say that less is truly more with your schedule and your calendar, because I find that the more that is on your schedule, the more that you are just unable to focus on anything. I've always heard the the rule, the golden rule of having uh, no more than three things on your calendar at a time, because then you can really focus. And I honestly even argue to have like one main goal. If you have one main goal for the day, you know exactly how to win the day. You know exactly what you need to do to get that one thing done. And then if you have extra margin, you can do more, but you always know you have one. And I feel like when it comes to like these this high achieving motherhood type stuff, we see one thing and we're like, "What? Well, we can do so much more. And it's so true, but that doesn't mean that we have to do so much more every single day. And that's exactly where burnout comes from is this, this desire and this expectation to keep doing more and keep being more and just filling up our schedules because we can. And it's true, we can. <laughs> I mean, obviously we're all <laughs> doing it, but it doesn't necessarily mean we should. And I find that um, the biggest downside of doing that is not being able to celebrate ourselves because we're like, 
wow, we did this, but we could have done so much more. We could have done, you know, I still have things on my checklist that we, that haven't been checked off. And instead of celebrating all the things that we have been check, checking on or, you know, so, so all the things that we've been doing, we are then focusing on the things we didn't get done. Um, and so I saw a quote that said that your calendar reflects what is most important to you. And so I realized that my family, myself, my spiritual health, and none of that was on my calendar, even though I say it's important to me. And I, a, a huge thing that uh, it was kind of like a really big realization for me of like, why aren't those things in our calendar? We have our meetings, we have our deadlines, we have all these things that are still important, but my family and myself and my my spiritual health and all of those things weren't on that calendar. And so once I started putting that on the calendar, um, not necessarily as to-do list, but just as things that I know I want to touch on and nurture and, you know, just build, I realized that my my life and my schedule got one, less hectic because I only had one or two goals for the day. And two, way more joyful because I knew exactly when I could look forward to family time and when I could look forward to meditation and prayer. And when I could, sometimes I even schedule time in with my husband if he get my gif, like yeah. <laughs> all goes on the calendar because yeah. you need to, it, it just, I feel like that part of our life, we're like, oh, we'll get to that eventually. And it's, it's true, we probably will. But are we giving our full selves because we're constantly worried about the next thing on our calendar? Maybe, maybe so. And even just scheduling my my daughter in, and it sounds so funny because I'm like, oh, it's daughter time. You know, I have from like 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock, I'm putting my phone down, but it's that intentionality of, obviously that's not the only two hours I'm spending with her, but I know in the whole 12 hour day that I have, I already spent two hours with her without my phone. And I can feel good about the rest of the day because I knew that I was intentional with my time with her. So that is, that's how I do it. What about you, Casey? Yeah, I think those are really important points. I think um, I do try to be really intentional with my time as well. Um, And focusing in on three tasks is actually, like you said, it's it's in the science. I mean, that's kind of what they say, right? And um, so what I, I tend to have like a brain dump document where I can just, I have a big to-do list sort of, for lack of a better term for the day. And I just, as things pop into my head, I put them there so I don't have to hold them in my mind um, so that my mind isn't constantly trying to hold on to 700 different things. I can kind of let those things go. And then Mm -hmm. I have a space at the top of the page where it's like, these are the three things that I'm trying to accomplish today. Um, And if I get those in, I know what a win looks like and what a win looks like is having those things. Um, and so I definitely agree, you know, with that and working on those things first. But I also like the idea of scheduling in time for all of the things that are important to you. Um, I do that. I don't always write all the things down, but sometimes I do because um, I use Google Calendar for everything so that it can go back and forth with my husband and, and all the things. And my kids are almost old enough where they have their own. We're, we're very close to that. And um, very likely actually my, my daughter's going into high school this year. So she will probably begin to use um, a calendar like that. She's working a little bit now and, and those things. So having that to filter onto my calendar will be helpful. And so what I like to do um, just as kind of a, a point number two that piggybacks onto what you were saying is I also leave blank spaces in my calendar. Um, and, you know, in a business, right, if your business calendar is filtering onto your personal calendar, right? So if you if people are booking appointments with you, for instance, if that's the type of business that you have, I just block a time and just write blank space <laughs> so that no one can book in that time, but I know that it's blank. Um, and I usually do one of those in the morning and one in the afternoon because 
there's always a time where like somebody misses the bus or <laughs> somebody gets sick at school and you have to go pick them up or, you know, whatever, or somebody, a friend calls and they need to talk to you, you know, they need your support or whatever. And then you just, you have this like time where you can judge things around and move things and make, um, have flexibility in your time. And it allows for that, that blank space allows for that flexibility. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes total sense. And I, I feel like I have been doing that, but I haven't been intentional of like, this is blank space. Um, because it can be so just like you said, things happen and pop up and then we're going right back to feeling like we didn't complete our day the way we wanted it to, because we didn't allow for life to happen, which is the whole point of life, right? (laughs) Is to like allow for it to happen. Um, so yeah, I love that and, and think that's really good. I'm going to start doing that. I just learned something today. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. I don't know. I didn't make it up. Somebody shared it with me somewhere along the way. And I was just like, oh, this is brilliant. Um, because you know, and again, it works in your personal life, but it also works in your business life. If you're, if you're a working mom or you're running your own business, you need time for your brain to do different things. So blocking off time for your personal life and then blocking off time in your business can be really helpful. So those two things sort of remain a bit separate. Obviously they're going to overlap some, but you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. nice to have some separation. Um, And one of the other things that I like to, to do is, you know, your brain needs different, it's like a different wavelength for your brain to be creative versus your brain to be productive. So I'm, I block off time that is creative time. So that might be writing something, doing an outline for a podcast, for instance, or writing a blog post or um, social media or whatever, um, writing things. And then a different time is around, you know, scheduling things or putting the podcast up into the, you know, the internet and all the things that you need to do in regards to that. So those productive things. So maybe you have a service-based business or maybe you have a physical business. So like your creative time might be you know, marketing ideas, right? Brain dumping marketing ideas, but your productive time might be packaging things that go out in the mail if if that's part of your business. Yeah, that's really good. And I'm realizing that I do all, like I plan all of those things, but I've never like separated them from creativity versus productivity. I really love just that, that differentiation and that intentionality because it's so true. I feel like at the end of the day, I do not want to create another thing. And I'm almost like thinking about my calendar and like, oh, I think I kind of do that because I know for a fact I'm not going to be creating content or doing anything after like 4 p.m. Like my brain just shuts (laughs) off and I just don't have (laughs) the capacity. And so, yeah, yeah, that's really awesome. And and I also want to kind of throw in there too of being able to almost put your day in quadrants so that you can win each quadrant because I love everything that, we're both talking about in terms of, you know, less is more and um, scheduling what is really important to you. And I feel like even, and and even talking about that blank space, it kind of segues into that perfectly of like, if you have that blank space, you can almost categorize your day as like quarters. So like, this is the first half, this is the middle this, you know, and then three and four and dinner four is usually like, if you're in the toddler stage, it's like witching hour and like, (laughs) you're just like all hands off deck, except for on your, on your kiddo. Um, But being able to break up your day so that if something doesn't go as planned in the first quarter, you still have three other quarters to win the day. And and just always, I keep kind of going back to this without realizing it, but it's always about setting yourself up for wins and success because 
that is what's going to bring you momentum and push you forward into the next day, into the next day after that. So, yeah, I think looking at things in that positive mindset is really important because as mompreneurs, as business owners, moms, like we are busy, we are busy. There's no getting around it. And saying less is more is great. And and it is what we mean. That is the, the, a good mindset to sort of get into. But the fact of the matter is we're very busy. There's like, you know, doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and kids going to school and your PTG volunteering opportunities. And you're trying to do your business and you have a relationship with your husband and somewhere along the way you had friends somewhere and you have family. And like, so it's, it's, you know, ignoring that that is your life isn't going to help. Right. So these ideas are just really around helping you to organize yourself in a way mentally um, and, and in some ways physically right on your calendar, but really mentally like categorizing things so that you can begin to prioritize um, what we talked about in a previous episode around your values and what mm-hmm. is important to you and making sure that you are getting your own needs met. Because if you don't, if you're not getting your own needs met, and that can look like personal physical needs, emotional needs, but it also is community and relationship and if you know and spiritual needs. And if you're not getting all of those needs met, you're going to be you're you end up resentful and irritated and burnt out. You know, I think we've probably both experienced that multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's just a really important it's a, it's an important thing to understand that like we're not saying to ignore the fact that your life is busy because mm-hmm. your life definitely is busy even when your kids get older, you know, things are different but they're not necessarily easier. And some people say little kids little problems big kids big problems. Yes, I mean there's some truth to that of course, but you know, it's it's they're just different. They're not, mm-hmm. one's not better than the other. They're just different. And it's important to sort of recognize where you are and make your life work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's such an important point because I feel like if you're a listener listening to this, you're like, I just don't have time to even like schedule everything out. But it's like, that's why we do it because we are so incredibly busy. <laughs> that our lives just simply wouldn't function if we didn't have some sort of structure. And and I'm sure you've even tried, and I, this kind of goes into our, our next point of just kind of giving you a little bit of personal story of where we were, which is where we are. Um, when I was in college, so I didn't even have kids yet. And I was like, busy was my badge of honor. I was like always doing stuff. I had multiple, multiple jobs. I was in sororities. I was in organizations. I was leadership. And I would live in these cycles of complete burnout where I would go and go and go. Like I wouldn't sleep really much at all because there was just always something to do. And then I would be just like, like in my bed for days afterwards because I just was, I was depressed. I was anxious. I was, you know, all the things I, I was stubborn. So I didn't want to take any of the medication associated with that, but I kept being told you need to get a grip because you just can't keep moving this way. And I wasn't, you know, what it, well, it was mental health for sure. But mental health was kind of the reason that I was doing all of this because I just didn't have boundaries. I didn't have any sort of taking care of myself. I was trying to nurture others and friendships and all these things. And so now as a mom, it's so funny because I wouldn't say that I'm less busy than I was back then. I would say I'm probably more busy. But mentally, it's taking time to schedule and um, truly be connected with the only reason that we up is to say that we have been there. 
and now looking around, um, we are just doing, you know, I, I wake up and I take care of my, my kiddo and then I go to school and we do have a nanny and that helps a lot. Um, and family, friends and family are able to come down and help us. And all of this is possible because I have the the system and the schedule to like kind of bring me that peace and that calm and that purpose. Cause like I said, every day I have one goal that I want to accomplish, whether that's intention, whether that's um, connection, whatever it is that day. And I know if I hit that goal, then I won the day and then I can, you know, go to bed happy with my, my performance, quote unquote, um, and, and carry on to the next day. Yeah. I mean, I can relate to that as well. I spent a very long time with, for me, it ended up being debilitating physical symptoms that were fine of finally the thing that drove me to, to, recognize what was happening actually as burnout it it ended up you know translating into some other some issues that like i physically couldn't take anymore so it sort of forced my hand um because i think if i was just you know emotionally struggling as a woman in today's society it can be challenging sometimes to admit that you can't do all the things and at the end of the day you can't do all the things. I mean, that's, it's just, you know, you have, you only have 24 hours in the day and you do have to sleep and take care of yourself. So, um, I definitely like most recently for me, I had surgery, um, a few months ago and I'm about to go back to work, uh, this week actually. And it was really interesting because I don't think I realized how burnt out I was in my nursing job, specifically after the last few years until I had this time that was like a forced time away. And looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, all I was doing was complaining, dreading going to work, like everything about it was just, I don't think I must have been very fun to be around, I'm sure. So I think, you know, now that I can see it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was a bit of burnout. I should have recognized it perhaps ahead of time, but, you know, moving forward, it's like, hey, I see that thing. Now I'm reset. I can head back and look at it with a better lens, right? Um, in a, and see my job for what it is and what I haven't seen it um, as in quite a while. And so how does that relate to, you know, your where maybe a listener is right now? It's like, you know, looking at your life, like, are you generally over the day, you know, happy with what you're doing? Are you, you know, content with the direction that your life is going? Or do you really feel like you need to upend everything and change things? Um, do you feel like you need support? It's just, these are questions to sort of think about mull over. Um, it doesn't mean, you know, you have to throw out your whole life and start over right now, but it's just, these are like, it's important to be introspective about where you are and where you've been so that you then know where you want to go moving forward. Mm, yeah. And I feel like that, that kind of goes back to just scheduling because once you can't really have a system and a schedule if you don't know where you're going. So I agree right. with that wholeheartedly. Right. And in both your personal life and your business, like if you're you know, you want to know what your personal goals are and you kind of want to know where your, what your business goals are. What are you trying to do with your business? What are you trying, you know, or your work? Like if you're, maybe you don't own a business, maybe you're um, working in a corporate job or maybe, you know, you just go wherever, like there are different options, right? For working moms that can mean a lot of things. And, you know, just knowing what your goal is in that space is really important so that you know what steps you want to take moving forward just like in your personal life. If you were going to, for instance, you know, want to be able to do a push-up, well, you have to break that down into smaller goals so that you can then build up to doing that. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, I hope that this was as fun for the listener as it was for me. I feel like we kind of learned from each other and um, also confirmed a lot of things on just how to be successful. And so, yeah, I'm excited for you to get listened to this. And with that said, we're going to transition into a question of the day. We are curious and want to learn a little bit more about you. So are you more likely to love a movie because of its one special effects, two unexpected twist, or three, if it's a love story, let us know. You can answer this question in our Facebook community that we talked about above, and we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. And just, I'm going to share, I'm going to share my answer. And my answer is, um, yeah, my answer is love story. I am a sucker for like a romantic comedy, that type situation. And I could watch the worst movie if there's like a little relationship happening, it makes me so happy. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like the complete opposite to that. And I would say an unexpected twist. Like I'm like ready for them to break up or something crazy about that. Been <laughs> like, if it's not keeping me on my toes, I don't want it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a combination maybe. Like I like an unexpected twist, but I, but in, in regards to the relationship, like I want you to get together at the end. <laughs> That's so funny. That's awesome. Uh, So anywho, so just to uh, recap, you know, less truly is more when it comes to your schedule and the more clear that you can get about what's truly important to you um, first is what's going to bring you clarity in all your actions, right? So today we talked about taking the things off your calendar that aren't a top priority for you and your values, nobody else's values, right? Yours as a tool that you can use to edit yourself, edit your day when you're getting overwhelmed. And then we talked about leaving blank spots in your calendar for those things that pop up. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I tell everyone. So hopefully you you use that tip. And then we shared some of our personal stories with you as well in hopes that it helps you to feel just a little less alone on this journey in motherhood and business. So it is possible to have it all, Mama but it is not possible to do it all at the same time. When it comes to anger, it is something we often shy away from. It sometimes brings feelings of discomfort, maybe shame, and a whole lot of regret if you are anything like I was. Next week, I am going to talk about turning your anger into your greatest asset. Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives. And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.